the EAPA Chataway podcast with Lindsay Taylor. Hello, I'm Lindsay Taylor, founder and director of Your Excellency Limited Global Learning Academy. I am delighted to be sharing my EAPA Chataway with Lindsay podcast with you. Throughout this podcast series, I am truly privileged to chat away with top EAs, PAs and star guests from the administrative professional community. Like me, I know you're going to be inspired by the wisdom, knowledge and insight shared. In this episode, I am absolutely delighted to feature Charlotte Barrett, who is a PA at Aegeus here in the UK. Charlotte has been in an administrative role for the past 20 years. She's recently headed up the formation of the Solent PA Network, with her first event taking place in September 2023. So a huge welcome, Charlotte. Thank you so much for joining me on this Chataway. You've been really honest about the fact that this is way out of your comfort zone as well. So I want to kick off by saying thank you, thank you. And well done you for joining me. Oh, that's okay. Thank you for having me. It's definitely out of my comfort zone. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, you know, I really want to share that that lovely image that we use at Your Excellency, which is like where the magic happens is outside of your comfort zone. But I do know kind of how weird it feels when you're doing something for the first time. So um, and we've just had a lovely little conversation about the fact that I can't get my own words out today. um, So which is quite interesting. It's uh, it can only get better, Charlotte, on a Monday that we're recording this. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So, Charlotte, as with all our other um, podcast guests, then, could you start off by introducing yourself with the letters of your first name and choosing words that mean something to you, please? Okay, I think I may have changed these slightly, (laughs) Okay, Uh, but not too much, not too much. So the first one, C for Charlotte, um, I'm going to choose Curious. Um, because I've always found that even from a young age, I'm always curious about new things and um, I'm curious about how things work and how things happen and how I can be involved. And I think that sort of has sort of like followed me all through, you know, (laughs) my career as well. I just like to know about things. (laughs) That's great, you know, and I always say, you know what, curiosity is the foundation to all learning. And actually, if you go into any and every situation being curious and inquisitive, you know, that's a really great thing. So we like people like you at Your Excellency because you're an amazing learner because you're always asking questions and wanting to know more, which is good. So (laughs) (laughs) the H then, Charlotte. For the H, um, it's just bog standard helpful. Um, obviously, being in a support role, um, I have to be helpful. But I also think that I can be helpful in, in my personal life as well um, with my family and my friends. So, yeah, that's helpful. Super. And then um, A um, was quite a hard one, um, but I chose artistic. Okay. Um, because I do like... I guess it's not really to do with work, but in my spare time, I like photography, like going to art galleries. Um, I'm intrigued by artists and how they express themselves and the meaning of what they've done whether it be poetry or painting. So that's something that I'm interested in. I love that. And that probably corresponds with me commenting on your beautiful background. It looks very artistic there and very lovely. You've got some nice pink flowers and a, and a gorgeous picture of Marilyn Monroe there as well. Yeah. <laughs> so the R then, Charlotte. 
Um, so the R, um, I've chosen resilient, um, probably one that's probably assuming really um but i do find that um not just through the pandemic but even before that um i've had a career which i've wanted to flourish a lot more but because of redundancies and um you know being in temporary work for a while um that has actually made me very resilient and adaptable to change so when the pandemic did hit I kind of felt that I was sort of set up for that already in a way. Yeah, yeah, um, that's great. That's a really good one to uh, to have, actually, and that resilience. And you're right, it's something that I think lots of us were kind of learned throughout the pandemic. But it, you, if you can take it, again, as a learning experience, which probably fits in with your curiosity as well, you know, what have I learned in this situation and how can I take that forward? You know, that's a really great thing to be able to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So that was um, asked. The L, um, I've chosen loyal. Um, purely because when I am in a role, I'm loyal to it, um, to the, the, the back of my teeth, like um, until I'm no longer needed in that role or um, I move on. Um, I'm loyal in that role. And I think that I'm also sort of a loyal person when it comes to my friends as well and also my family. Yeah. So it's very important to me, loyalty. It's one of my values. <laughs> love that. Love that. Oh, oh, outside the box. <laughs> okay, explain that one to us a little bit more than Charlotte. <laughs> um, I always get questioned about my ideas um, because they're a little bit unusual <laughs> sometimes, but it's, I've always liked to think outside the box and like, what if I put my feet in someone else's shoes as well as my own? And maybe somebody else's. So I try to look, look at all different angles yes. and then try to come up with a solution, um, which is a little bit sometimes outside the box. Sometimes yeah. they get accepted. Sometimes they don't. Hey, I love that. I love your analogy with kind of stepping into someone else's shoes as well. There may be a Your Excellency blog post on that, Charlotte, that I'm going to link through to what you've just said. Have you read it? If you haven't read it, I'm going to whiz it over to you as well. Oh, no, no, please whiz it through. I want to read that one. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay, so T, you, you've got two T's. There we I've go. Two T's. How difficult is that? You know, why did my <laughs> mum name me Charlotte? <laughs> um, so I'm going to choose tenacity. Um, because when I do start something, I like to sort of see it through and finish it. Yeah. Um, and the other tea, um, thoughtful, um, because I, I do like to reflect on things, um, whether it's my own career, whether it's my personal life. Um, so every sort of new year, I kind of look at back at what I've done, whether it's career or personal and see what I could have done a little bit differently and then add that to the next year. So I don't really have New Year's resolutions, but I have a thought process like goals yeah. and ambition. Yeah, I love that. And a reflective time as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah love yeah, that. Exactly. And um, letter E. Uh, maybe um, enthusiastic. <laughs> yes, yes. I think we've demonstrated that throughout your letters so far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, enthusiasm. I think enthusiasm goes a long way. Um, you know, whether it's in your personal life or your career, 
um, to be enthusiastic about something and passionate about something. It really does sort of like help you get through, I think. And also that enthusiasm, I think, can then rub off on other people as well, particularly when you're working in an office and you've got other other people around you, you know, they'll take that kind of energy and enthusiasm there. What I love about your letters, Charlotte, is they all kind of like uh, align and they all come together, obviously to form you, Charlotte, which is amazing. <laughs> so um, now I just want to hone in on your um, signature line as well, because I was looking at your um, signature line on my email. So you've got the um, designatory letters F-E-P-A-A after your name. So um, we absolutely advocate, you know, membership of a professional body here at Your Excellency and that that commitment to the profession. But for those that don't know, can you tell us a bit more about those letters, F-E-P-A-A, please? So the E-P-P-A is for the Executive and Personal Assistance Association. Mm-hmm. And the F part means that I'm a fellow member. And that could mean that I've... Um, continued my training from um, just an affiliate um, member to become um, a fellow member by doing at least two years worth of continued development and training. Um, Or it could be that you've been in the role for a long time, so your experience has um, sort of put you there straight away, uh, which I think mine was. But I still like the idea of continued um, personal development and continued learning um purely just to sort of like keep your brain going keep you in touch with what's going on in the in the PAEA world um what new things are out there for us um it's it's just something that I'm also passionate about my curiosity there yes I know that's why I said all of these things are kind of coming to the fore now when I start chatting to you but but this kind of this commitment to the profession you know being part of a professional body I think is really important um you know it demonstrates your commitment it demonstrates that loyalty that word loyalty Mm -hmm. that you used in your name as well so if anyone's listening and they aren't aware of some of these professional bodies what I'll do with the resource document um, is to include details of EPAA so and also the IAM who we also work quite closely with as well so um, it, you know it's great to be part of a professional body you know it is professionalizing the profession if that makes sense isn't it so it yeah. is yeah absolutely and it, and it also sort of like makes you feel like a part of something mm-hmm. it's a good network yeah. um, and resource as well yeah yeah absolutely so um I know you've been an um, admin professional for a while now um tell us a bit about your career journey so far how you've come to be here today and you're working as a PA at Aegeus okay so um I wasn't very academic when I was at school um so I went straight into a youth training scheme what they were called back then I guess they're like an apprenticeship now mm-hmm and I was lucky enough to work for TVS Television. So I was in their training department and full of Geminis. I'm a Gemini as well. And it was just such a happy environment to be in. Mm-hmm. And I did the day release to do the secretarial studies, is what they were called back then. Um, really enjoyed it. And then after the two years, I then moved on to be an office junior for a ferry company um, here in Southampton and then just sort of 
moved myself around. I was going to um, say probably progressed up the career yeah, ladder as well. Up the career ladder um, became sort of. I've done quite a few different roles, different industries, mm-hmm. um, corporate, charity, um, finance, law. Um, now back to insurance. I started in insurance as well at one point. Mm-hmm. Back to that. Um, yeah, and like different sizes of businesses as well. I've worked for individuals, um, really large top four corporate organisations in the financial sector. So, um, so how long have you been with um, Aegeus? And can you tell us a little bit more about Aegeus for those that yeah, don't know? Yeah, of course. So I've been with Aegeus now for coming up three years in November Mm-hmm. And Aegeus are one of the UK's largest motor and home insurers. Um, so I work for the chief of risk and the director of compliance, along with the company secretariat team. Okay. So I look after all of those people and the CRA function. So it's really interesting. I've really enjoyed it and I've really um, found that the environment and the culture has been something that I'm aligned to as well with yeah. my own values. Their values fit my own values, so I think that's why I'm finding it finding mm. it really enjoyable to work there. It's important, isn't it, when you talk about kind of values and company values and your own values. If they do align, then of course you're going to kind of feel that that fit that you're you're in the right yeah. place and you're going to enjoy your kind of day-to-day working life. Yeah. Aegeus, um, I, ha- I have an admission to make here. So I'd only ever heard of Aegeus um, through the Aegeus Bowl because in yes. our company we're very big cricketers. And actually yes. last weekend I gave um, Malcolm and some um, of his cricketing um, buddies a lift, not all the way to Aegeus because that would be a very <laughs> lovely way. And I'm a lovely wife, but not that lovely. But I gave him a lift to a, a, a station that was a, quite a nice train ride through for them to go down to uh, Southampton so yeah yeah Mm. that's the only reason I knew Aegeus there we go Malcolm was very excited when I said I'm going to be chatting to Charlotte (laughs) she works for Aegeus and he was like oh that's the cricket (laughs) (laughs) um so um excitingly then I know you've set up um recently the Solent PA network um you held your first event as we're recording this you held your first event last week so can you tell us more about this and that kind of exciting plans that you've got in store? Yeah, so um, it's something that we felt that was needed um, in the area, Southampton and surrounding areas. So that's why we've called it the Solent EA and PA Network. Um, it's grown authentically and organically over the last few months. Um, so when it, there was a nice little number <laughs> I thought oh let's just launch launch it now and get an event together um we had a nice number of people attend um and it, it I think people enjoyed it they enjoyed getting back out there and um mixing with their peers so the idea of the network really is to um sort of have regular meetings in person maybe do a few virtual events as well and basically let the members take control of it mm-hmm. to a certain extent. So it becomes more of a community network. Yeah. Um, and it's not just one person sort of 
ranging everything to do all of the work yeah Yeah, and that's important because your members are going to know what they want to get out of the of the actual um kind of network so uh, kind of relying on everybody to pull together as a team I think that's just a great idea so yeah so hopefully um it will sort of start to grow a bit more and we can sort of hold some more events Yay! And we're talking as well. So watch this space, everybody, because I I have offered to um, help out and come and do a little speaking session as well. So I can come and see Southampton or that area as well, Charlotte. Very exciting. exciting. So um, you spoke about working in lots of different industries. You've had lots of different roles. Um, So let's be really honest here. What makes a really great day for you then if you're working? Um, a great day for me is ticking things off my <laughs> to-do list. Yay, um, she's a fellow to-do list. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing. But um, for example, today, I've had a really jam-packed day where I haven't really done anything that's remotely to do with my role. <laughs> um, so I've, I've done two presentations on well-being with yep. a colleague. Um, yep. And um, I've also... Um, done some diary management which is sort of like good as well and I'm doing this which is out of my comfort zone as well mm-hmm. um, but yeah so sort of things like that as well I enjoy doing along with my day-to-day role well. so uh, as a fellow um to-do list lover um can you make me feel a little bit better because sometimes I forget to write stuff on my to-do list so then I write it on just so that I have the pure satisfaction <laughs> of being able to tick it off or cross it off the list and then I feel like you I've achieved something throughout the day so absolutely. something that you might not have thought you needed to do but you've done it so you can just tick it off absolutely absolutely so um okay Charlotte so um being really honest again then so so what frustrates you um, either about your role or indeed about the industry or profession in which we work then? Yeah, so I think um, sort of in some organisations, um, the PAEA role isn't really um, sort of acknowledged in a way. Um, so I think that sort of frustrates me a little bit. I mean, where I am now, it's, it's completely different to where I've worked in the past. So I can see that comparison. Yeah. Um, so that's highlighted it more to me um, in the last three years. Um, you know, I've now got a voice at the table um, within the meetings that I attend. So I'm really thankful for that. And yeah. um, it does go a long way. Um, and it also sort of like helps you and helps your company know what you're good at and what you can actually do as well. Yeah. I think that that's something that should be taken little bit more sort of seriously elsewhere as well I mean I don't really know how to word it properly yeah but I think you're right you know you can feel so much more valued if you are part of 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 the organization and your your opinions are being sought and your perspectives are being sought there and it makes absolute sense you know I always say that the PA the EA is actually working in a really privileged position because you you're getting to see here and experience what's happening kind of from the shop floor all the way to the boardroom table and that's a very different perspective isn't it to your senior leadership yes. team so you're kind yes. of the eyes the ears you're, you're experiencing all of that so therefore 
for me, you're ideally placed to actually have those opinions, to be able to to regularly input, you know, or maybe where changes can be suggested as to how to improve working processes and procedures. And yeah, it's so important. And and you know, it's a it's a really big debate at the moment. You know, how can we how can we kind of change that perception of the PAEA role yeah. and let people know, you know, we are adding that huge value. We are, we we are a voice, and I think. Sometimes it starts with the PA themselves that having that that confidence to speak up, to be a voice, yeah. also to kind of recognise what value they're adding, whether that's at the end of the day checking off their to do list and all the <laughs> stuff that they've done throughout the day. But you know, it's a it's an interesting conversation, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, and and I think it's it's been an ongoing one for such a while now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think things like the um, your newly formed Solon um, EAPA network is going to be great at getting together those voices and actually you're pulling together and, and having those conversations as well, you know, and feeling That's part of a, of a team and feeling valued in that way where you're able to share some of your maybe less than perfect days, but also your perfect days where stuff's gone right and, and sharing, you know, how That's you can cool. kind of roll it out amongst yourselves. So, yeah, absolutely. So, Charlotte, I've got a, a few thought-provoking questions now for you. Um, firstly, then, you have 10 minutes of your life to replay. What would that replay be? I love the fact that you're laughing at this point. Go for it. <laughs> so, um, if I had 10 minutes to reclaim, replay, um, I'm a child-free woman, not by choice. So, my brother, when he had my little nephew... I would replay holding him for the first time. Oh, my goodness, my heart. Oh, that's just so <laughs> lovely. Wow. How old is he now? <laughs> He's five and a half. Oh, oh <laughs> lovely. Oh, oh, I was going to say, I bet he absolutely adores you. Are you Auntie Charlotte? Or... Yeah, yeah, oh. Auntie Charlotte. I do a lot of auntie duties. I go over to Holland um, to look after him. Oh, they're actually based out here. in so, yeah, it's Holland. Holland. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's Yeah, they're in Den Haag. So, oh, very yeah. nice. Very nice, Charlotte. And then um, another question for you then. What advice would you give your younger self, let's say Charlotte, at the start of her um, career? Um, well, something that my little nephew told me once <laughs> when I don't know if I should repeat this. Go for it, go for it. We're all intrigued now. <laughs> but when he was um, obviously training, potty training, um, but he couldn't wipe himself, it's something that I didn't really want to do for him. <laughs> and um, he, I said, I bet Nanny, Nanny can do it. And he's going, no, Auntie Charlotte, you have to be brave. Okay, okay. So your so your takeaway here, one must be very brave. <laughs> yeah, so um, I would take that with me because even now after hearing him say that at the age of like four at the time, yeah. now when I'm about to do something, I hear that little voice, be brave, Auntie Charlotte. <laughs> so I would take that back to the start of my career and be a bit braver. Yes. And um, hopefully it would sort of open a few more doors for me earlier than what they have done. 
Yeah, yeah, those opportunities, be brave. And it's it's kind of of going back to our original uh, conversation around comfort zone, isn't it? It's very easy to kind of stay within your comfort zone, but doing something new, doing something that sometimes you don't want to do can actually be a real experience. We won't go back to the the potty training. (laughs) I love that analogy. Okay, moving very swiftly on, everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, If you could invite three people to a dinner party, that's a lot or historic who would you invite and what are your reasons for choosing those guests Charlotte? Right so one of them would be a lady called Peggy Guggenheim um, she was um, famous she, she lived in Venice I saw her house in Venice and I was so intrigued it piqued my interest and I would like to invite her to ask her all about you know her life in Venice and New York she's a very um lovely looking lady and she used to wear these big glasses um yeah so she would be one of them um and my second person was going to be someone who's quite scandalous now and um has just hit the news so I don't know whether I should be inviting him to my party or not Mm, interesting (laughs) let's make a decision now would it make for a good evening (laughs) it'd probably be very controversial Mm, mm. (laughs) so your third then come on let's Um, have a a different dynamic here yes the third one was really really hard for me to choose so I think I've chosen my great nan um her name is Laura and she used to look after me when my mum used to work and she was the first person to sort of show me what unconditional love was. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to have her back just for an evening and just sort of like see what she thinks of me now and see if she's proud of me. And I, like love it. I love it when my guests mention a family member. We've had that so many times, you know, I think it's. It's very easy when you when you've got a family member with you, um, you don't necessarily either appreciate them or you don't ask questions about their life. And I would just be wouldn't you just be intrigued to know, you know, what their life was like and absolutely for them to be able to come back and actually see what we're doing now and how the world's changed and actually for them to be proud of us and all the stuff yeah. that we're doing, it would just be amazing wouldn't it yeah amazing. it would definitely oh I love the fact that you've got your nan what would your nan think of your other two guests though <laughs> gosh we, we we seem to have come to the end really really quickly so um I've loved having you on on as a guest you know congratulations again on putting yourself outside of your comfort zone um it come across really really natural hopefully I've put you at ease I'm sure we could carry on talking for much longer but um, I'm sure our listeners are going to be really interested in hearing about you and of course the Solent EAPA network I wish you every success with that hopefully I will be with you for an event very soon yeah. um, all the links that we've mentioned I'll make sure that they're popped up on a, a resource document as well to complement this podcast is there anything you else you want to um, to add Charlotte before we before we close off and my lovely little ditty of a song plays at <laughs> the end <laughs> no that's fine just thank you very much for inviting me to chat away I've really enjoyed it and like you say it has gone really really quickly um but yeah I've really enjoyed my time thank you Excellent. well I can see from your lovely smile that you have as well so it's uh um go and go and check it off on your to-do list Charlotte for the evening you've done something Yay. <laughs> thank you Charlotte and um I'll speak to you again very soon yeah take care bye, bye. 
thank you so much to Charlotte for joining me for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed the knowledge, the wisdom and the insight shared. Remember all web links and resources that we've mentioned throughout our chat away will be available as a resource document with this episode. Stay tuned for next month's episode and wishing you a great few weeks of learning. The EAPA Chataway Podcast. Find out more online at yourexcellency.co.uk.